In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's Church in Canvas Lang, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Angus Neary. Welcome to Nadine and Sharon, who have come uh, for the Mass today, to his brothers and sisters, uh, to Sharon's husband and the grandchildren, uh, and to all family members who are here with us today. Welcome to, of course, his friends from Alcoholics Anonymous who are here with us. Very welcome, and welcome to his carers uh, from the Green Cross Home uh, who have joined us for the Mass too. Today we've come to remember uh, Gus and to thank God for his life. Uh, we remember uh, in this Mass his many kindnesses, his thoughtfulness over the years, and in the many ways in which he was able to help uh, so many people in so many different ways. One of the truths uh, that we especially realise on these occasions is how blessed that we are uh, with the people that are in our lives. So we ask uh, God especially to console and give strength to all of those who mourn and are saddened at the loss of Gus today. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we do so conscious of the amazing grace of God. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, and what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord have, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, Angus, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Please be seated. I invite those who are readers to come forward uh, for their readings. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace 
and mercy await those he has chosen. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live on on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home, not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight, We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ. And each of us will get what he deserves 
for the things he did in the body, good or bad. This is the word of the Lord. stand be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, whatever you ask of God, he will grant you. Your brother, said Jesus to her, will rise again. And Martha said, I know he will rise again at the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. If anyone believes in me, even though they die, they will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she said, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who was to come into this world. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Many people have taken the occasion uh, to say how saddened that they have been to hear the death of Gus. He was very well known in this community over the years and also in the community in which he grew up, especially through his work in AA and his many years of sobriety. He was able to help and to mentor many people to recover their life and quite literally many people owe their life to him. The fact that they were not able to get off drink, uh, but the fact that they were able to get off drink, but even more to go on to live a better life, uh, was due to him and, of course, to the fellowship. When you think of it, that has to be a great and amazing thing. For those of you who know AA, uh, you will know that it is a spiritual programme, and one of the steps in it that is important is handing your life over to a higher power. For many, that means finding God in their life again. And that's a language, of course, that's not unfamiliar to this building that we find ourselves in today. Finding God means encountering him, and we hear that in the readings of today's Mass. A woman, Martha, encounters Jesus in the Gospel, believes in him, trusts in him, places all her hopes in him, not only for the life is present, but for the life that will come to. I suppose when we kind of think of it, most of us trust most of all in ourselves uh, and in our own abilities, especially to get out of problems that we find ourselves in. But very often uh, we find ourselves letting ourselves down 
and maybe also being let down by other people too. But God himself over and over again tells us that he will not let us down, not now and not in the future. The first reading of today's Mass, uh, the second reading of today's Mass tells us of that kind of earthly tent uh, that all of us occupy here and now, our lives in the present. But what we hear also is that there is something else. There is a future home that is being prepared for us, a destination, if you like, to which all of us are travelling in these present moments. In his life, uh, something special happened to Gus along the way. He found, as you probably know, a way to recovery. His life was saved, and in fact, everything that seemed lost in those early years, uh, he got back in ways in which he couldn't possibly have imagined. For just short of 40 years, he was able to rebuild his life through the great programme of AA. It has been a remarkable and beautiful thing to see many things that have been mended, that were broken. In all of this, he found great peace, great contentment and great serenity. Today we come to church uh, to the God of peace, who gives us peace and who brings peace in our lives. Who helps us to rebuild and to save the things that seem to be lost. Using that idea of a boat itself then, uh, he seems to guide us from the stormy seas to calm waters and to the safe harbour. Just a few ways, just a few words by way of reflection on Angus's life uh, for you today uh, to think about. He was born on the 19th of November 1944. His parents, Annie and Patrick, he was one of 14 children. That's a lot of children. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He attended the local school and uh, was good at football and good at boxing. By profession, he was a bricklayer uh, and worked in different places uh, around the country uh, with that. He married at the early age of 23 and had his first daughter, Sharon. Drinking became a great problem in his early life and his marriage broke down. He managed to get sober and to find AA and in 1983 he became sober and from then on he was sober. He married again uh, to Catherine Housley in 1986 and his second daughter Nadine arrived on the 26th of October 1987. Later in life he was to have illnesses which brought him to hospital and difficulties uh, with that. But later in life too he was able to reunite with his daughter Sharon and the grandchildren which meant the world to him. That feeling of things that needed fixing and mending Something which was broken was once again uh, mended, and that brought him great peace. In later life, he was to know the friendship and companionship of Jeanette, and they spent many happy years together. For most of his adult life, he was, as I've told you before, involved in AA, the meetings, the work, the recovery, his own recovery, and the helping of others to recover too. That plan of recovery meant everything to him, but he knew also that it meant the world to many people too. 
At the end of the Mass, Nadine has asked me to read out a fuller account of her life, which I am happy to do. This might seem a moment of great sorrow, but this is a moment also of great peace. Peace for God, peace for Gus at the end of his life, peace for family and friends, in which their family member and a friend is laid to rest. It's a moment of great peace for all of us. We are witness to the fact that Gus got his life back from what went before. He was kind of born again, if you like, to use that word. And today we think of him born again to heaven. Today then there's great peace in our hearts. No sadness, no distress, no tears, just peace. May God bless Gus today and always. And may he grant him eternal rest and eternal peace. May I ask those who are doing the offertory to go to the back of the church and at this point we sing the offertory Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy 
that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly just, right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so, with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, 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 O Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. For you are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what they do fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Angus, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. I invite you please to stand. Together we say the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days. 
that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. At this point of the Mass, uh, what we do before communion is to offer each other a sign of peace and friendship, which is a shake of the hand. So to your neighbour, people around about you, please offer a, a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. blessing uh, then please feel free to do that you just have to place your hand in your breast so that I know that you wish a blessing rather than Holy Communion. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to receive communion or a blessing then just to remain seated where you are. <coughs>
Move out your place to stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant the strengthened by it, that our dear brother may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please sit down for a moment. I was trying to persuade Nadine to say a few words, uh, but uh, she's chickened out a bit. But she has uh, asked me to read a few words from herself uh, today, so I'd like you to listen to that. Uh. We're here today celebrating the life of Angus Neary, son, brother, uncle and grandfather, loyal friend to many people during his life, including William, John and the late Wee Tommy but most importantly, loving father to his pride and joy in his life, Sharon and Nadine. Angus was the son of Patrick and Annie Bella and was born in Govan on the 19th of November, 1944. One of 14 children, he spent his childhood with his brothers and sisters growing up in Ballantour Street, Shettleston. As you can imagine, in the 40s and 50s, times were hard, especially with a large family. They were a happy and loving family. Angus would joke that first up in the morning was best dressed and best fed. Angus loved all the family, but his mother held a special place in his heart. In his younger years, Angus attended uh, St Paul's Primary School and St Mark's Secondary. He loved football and played for both school teams. His other passion was judo and boxing, where he fought at amateur level. His boxing stood him in good stead, both in and outside the ring. (laughs) It was a skill that came in handy during his colourful life. Angus began his apprenticeship as a bricklayer in 1960, worked alongside his brothers in the bricklaying trade over the years, travelling to England to work and also to America. This was when Angus, at the age of 23, married and had his first daughter, Sharon. In the 70s, Angus hadn't uh, yet found long-term sobriety, which unfortunately led to the breakdown in his relationships. While still drinking, he found himself begging in the street for money on the 10th of June, 1983. His sister walked by and asked her for a 10 bob for a can. His sister agreed to give him the money on the promise that he would attend an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting the next day. He stuck to his word, and that was the last drink that he ever had. Angus would have been 40 years sober on the 11th of June this very year. Angus managed to turn his life around and met the love of his life, Catherine Housley. They married on the 20th of September 1986, settled in the Cambus Lang area. Their life together was made complete on the 26th of October 1987, when Nadine was born. From the day she was born, Angus continued to be a loving father to Nadine, navigating the difficult years, being a single father to a daughter who had her mother's looks and her father's stubborn attitude and personality. That's her words, not mine. (laughs) Nadine may have grown up uh, an only child, but always knew the love of her father, that her father had uh, for Sharon. And he would often talk of her and show Nadine pictures of her sister. 
Nadine would playfully tease her dad on occasion that he had a tattoo of Sharon's name and not Nadine's. After many years, the relationship between Angus and Sharon rekindled, which brought peace to his head and to his heart. In 2009, Angus and Nadine, Nadine travelled to London to visit Sharon, her husband Steve, and his three grandsons, Charles, Jared and Ralph. Angus wanted nothing more than his daughters to be together and was over the moon when his wish came true and beamed with pride throughout. Once uh, Nadine had flown the coop, Angus found a companionship, companionship with the beautiful soul, Jeanette, and they spent many happy years together. Throughout Angus's life, later life, there were many hospital trips and lengthy stays. His big personality and his humour still remained. He often complained to the doctors uh, in a humorous way, saying things like, yes, you are the doctor and I am only the bit clear, but I know what I'm doing. Never a man to mince his words. As Angus's memory started to deteriorate, there was a fine line of what friends and family thought was in actual fact true. After a wild story that the staff at the hospital were all planning a Christmas party, both William and Nadine thought he was, your words I think, Joe Alley, uh, as Angus uh, would often say. Uh, once uh, they both seen the headline on the news a few days later, we knew that not to doubt him again. Angus, uh, through his sobriety, was an ambassador for AA, touching the hearts and minds of many people with his stories and his wisdom. His love of supporting and helping AA members showed no bounds. He continued to do this up until the end of his life, still sharing his wise words with the likes of a dear friend, William, who Angus played somewhat of a fatherly role to him in his life. His great love was to be able to attend meetings and conventions and to share what he uh, had given to him with 40 years of sobriety. His wisdom and honesty will be sadly missed by many of those meetings, many at those meetings. Angus's life uh, was full of ups and downs, uh, with many stories. Most importantly, it was full of love. He was a straight-talking guy with a big personality, full of humour, and of course, terrible dad jokes. The love he had for others and the love everyone had for him will live on in memories and in stories celebrating his life. I should give Nadine a wee round of applause. Those were lovely words. Thank you very much. Thank you. Please stand. Thank you. 
Remember you are precious in my